0: Welcome to the Warriors Arise podcast, a safe place to talk about unsafe things. Here's your host, Jane Zahasky. Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of the Warriors Arise podcast. My name is Jane Zahasky, and I am your host. Today, we have a special guest with us, Chantry Harper. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I am good. Thank you so much for being here. Of course. Thank you for asking me. Yes. Yes. So you are a licensed clinical social worker. Yes, wow. ma'am. Okay, what yes, ma'am. even is that? Let's start there. So I have my undergrad degree
1: in psychology, and then I studied at OU and got my master's in social work. And mm-hmm. my master's, I studied the direct tract for clinical practice. Mm-hmm. So which means that I did my focus of studying on doing clinical treatment. So treating oh. people in therapy.
0: Yeah. So that's what the licensed
1: clinical social worker is.
0: Ah, I see. That's yeah. very interesting. Cool. So how did you ever get interested in that? So I actually got
1: interested in it because I started going to counseling when I was 14 years old. Oh, yeah. And it was just a really beautiful experience for me. Mm -hmm. It was definitely tough, but I thought that it was the coolest thing, how I got to know someone, how I got to trust someone, yeah. and then how they were able to kind of, I felt like give me power and control back over my life. And so I felt like I wanted to do that for other people because she was amazing for
0: me. Yes. That is awesome. We talk a lot here about going and finding a counselor, like find somebody. Absolutely. That is is not a sign of weakness. It is being strong and knowing that if you need help, you need to reach out and find someone that you can talk to that can speak life into you. And so I love that. Absolutely. I tell people all the time too, even if you don't feel like you're in a dark place or anything like that, just
1: having someone who is trained to notice negative thinking patterns who's trained yeah. to bring a new perspective to things yeah is super helpful so and so good. yeah counseling's not just for you know yes. those kinds of things like it can just be another positive person in your life that's not yes. judgmental and who's there just to make sure that you're living your best life
0: yeah so oh i love that i love that so would you be willing to kind of share like your childhood and what kind of at age 14 how you were connected with a counselor and things like that? Absolutely. So growing up, I really had an amazing childhood. I have amazing parents. My dad
1: and my mom are still two of my best friends. However, when I got into elementary school, I noticed that I was one of the bigger kids mm. in my social group. Yeah, I went to I was in a class that the girls were just extremely tiny. (laughs) And so in
0: contrast,
1: I noticed a big difference. And so started to have a little bit of bullying Mm -hmm. and those kinds of things. And so really just low, low Mm self-esteem, very low self-esteem. Around seventh grade, I decided that I was going to transfer schools. Mm -hmm. My brother transferred. And so I was going to transfer. Similarly, about that time, I started just growing up. Like, you know what I mean? As a young girl, you do. Mm -hmm. And so in that, I lost some weight. I was playing sports, things like that. I started to get more attention. Mm -hmm. And so I decided at that time, well, that the attention and the, you know, extra love is directly correlated Uh, to my
0: losing weight.
1: It was directly correlated to me slimming up and looking prettier and wearing the makeup and those kinds of things. And so that deep, I guess, kind of like poor belief took yeah. place then. Uh-huh. And so then it just kind of got into a spiral where it was never thin enough and mm-hmm. it was never mm-hmm. enough. And mm-hmm. then I developed a really unhealthy relationship with food. Oh, yeah. And so about 14, my mom and one of my friends came to me and said, we think that something's going on, you oh, know, like wow. that we can see your ribs and your shirts and yeah. you know what I mean? those kinds of things. Uh, this isn't right. And yes. so they decided, you know, my mom got me hooked up with a counselor so that yeah. we could Trying to address what was going on and get
0: me back to a healthy place. Yes. Oh, that's good. And I love how your mom and a friend came to you. Mm-hmm. That is, that's just so healthy right there rather than just talk about it and not ever visit with you about it or you just struggling and be like, nobody cares. Absolutely. You know, like, I'm, I'm hurting here, but nobody cares. You Absolutely. Know? It came from, yeah, definitely a place of love. Yeah. Like
1: we love you and we just notice that yeah. you're hurting and that you're taking it out on yourself in this way. Mm -hmm. And again, you're, you're not taking care of your body and that's affecting so many, you know, different areas Uh of your life. One of the big things is I quit being a social Uh because there were, I didn't want to be around people because I didn't want them to notice how I was eating different or I had exercises I had to do that day. So I couldn't go out with my friends. So I was, you know, some of my relationships were even, you know, starting to deteriorate. And so it was, like I said, they just came to me with, we don't want this for you. Yeah. We want better.
0: Oh. And so that's how I, I got hooked up with my counselor. That is so good. And so that relationship, was it like, okay, now I'm, I'm good. I'm, I don't need to see my counselor anymore. Or is this like an ongoing life changing kind of life? style. It is absolutely ongoing, so yes. I still see the same counselor. Oh wow. So, I've
1: been seeing her for over half my life. That's so, cool. I got connected with her through Laureate in Tulsa. Uh-huh. That's where I originally went. And okay. um, she yeah. was a counselor there for their eating disordered unit. Yeah. Then she decided to do a private practice and I followed her there. Oh nice. But it's it's definitely been on and off. So, I've gone through seasons where oh. I've seen her every week and then mm-hmm. I've gone through seasons where I was in a better place, and so yeah. I saw her once every three months, or once yeah. every six months, or that kind of thing. And I went through that with, with my eating disorder. It was very much mm-hmm. of a cycle. It was very much of a cycle. I would sure. go through seasons of being somewhat healthier, yeah, and then I would go through the lows, and
0: yeah. And so, yeah, it's it's definitely it's definitely ongoing, definitely yeah. ongoing, yeah. And that is good to hear because I think sometimes, like any true addiction, like even like with your relationship with food and exercise. You see improvement and you get to a point where, oh, I got this. I got this. I can take care of it myself. And if you don't continue that support and that love and that life-giving communication that you establish, if you walk away from that, you can easily find yourself back to that Absolutely. low spot. Absolutely, You stop focusing and putting the effort
1: on the growth and continuing to get better because you think yes. you're in a good spot. And then you become placent, complacent. Yeah. And then again, because you're not digging into those positive resources and those positive skills and tools. Yeah. You fall back into all
0: the habits. It's super easy because it's super comfortable. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Super comfortable. You know, yeah. Uh huh. And when you need to change or when you want to change, that is hard. That's work. Yes. And you have to, you have to put in the effort. And we always say it's worth it. Once you get to the other side and then you maintain. Absolutely. Right? And you still have to put some effort into that. Absolutely. So tell us like the life of a licensed clinical social worker. Sorry. <laughs> the life of one. What do you, what all do you see? What all do you um, so help people with? I currently work at a nonprofit, a community yeah. mental health center.
1: And so we see, I mean, really, it's a huge broad range wow. of, of things. We, I see kids as young as two. Oh. I see adults, mm-hmm. I mean, all the way through the life we see people you know struggling with just generalized anxiety and then you see yeah. people who are schizophrenic or who yeah. are dealing with bipolar lots of different stuff so it's it's a definitely keeps me on my toes because it's yeah. never the same thing every like any day wow it's
0: always changing yeah so that's the and that's exciting you know but it's also kind of eye opening to all the things all the areas that we struggle with like, absolutely it's everywhere well, and you see how people who've gone through
1: similar situations react differently and how mm-hmm. it changes them differently. Yeah. You know, so we always kind of talk about that. You can have someone experience the exact same thing and, you know, yes. each person is going to respond differently because of how they perceive it and internalize yes. it.
0: Yeah. Oh, so you get to see a lot of that. Oh, and that is a good thing to think of too. Like if you're struggling with something and you see someone struggling with that same thing, yet it, they, it affects them differently. Absolutely. You know, that can of mess with your own thought like oh like well, i'm handling it better or they have it way worse than me or whatever you know that whole comparison and then maybe that's not what i'm dealing with or whatever so even if it is the same thing like us two if we're dealing with the same thing we may it may affect us in two totally different ways absolutely wow.
1: absolutely and yeah. I, I struggle with that a lot even when i was in treatment for my eating disorder mm-hmm. i would go to groups and group yes. therapy And where some people would walk out of there feeling like, oh, I made a connection or I can realize how much I've grown in my head. I went, they're a worse anorexic than I am. Uh And it was like almost a competition that fueled me to like, want to be better at my eating disorder. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? So even there was even like that kind of comparison of like, you know what I mean? Like, well, I'm not as bad as they are. So like, I can get there. I can do that. So I mean, it's, Again, I think that oh that's goodness. just kind of the dynamics of yes. having your own struggles. Yeah, and again,
0: everybody wow. just experiences yeah experiences
1: it all differently. Your thought yeah. process is all different.
0: Yeah, and we always talk about how powerful our thoughts are, and absolutely. they can just take over your life. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. And it's taking control, capturing those thoughts, and turning them around. We always say, point them back to the truth. The word of God and start just speaking life over those thoughts and over your life. So, and I'm sure you do that a lot with um, those that you see and those that you help. Do you share? Are you able to even in your, in your job? Are you able to point them to the word of God and are you able to help them with their relationship with the yeah. Lord? Yeah. So as a community mental health center, we are not faith based.
1: Yeah. So, however, if someone opens that door, so in our intake, if I'm going through my assessment and we do ask them about their spiritual beliefs and those kinds of things, if someone mentions I'm a believer. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, good. So then that door is open for me then to start sharing. And so absolutely. When we're in sessions, you know, bringing up, okay, well, remember what does Christ say? Yeah. Oh, that's good. When you're struggling, you know, like he's, he's our fortress. Like that's where we go to. So, or, you know, when they're talking about. Again, I love to see people who have any disorders as well. Like yeah. that's, I have a really strong passion for that. Oh, sure. And so again, reminding them, well, who are we in Christ? You know, yeah. like we're beautifully and wonderfully made. So absolutely. Anytime opens that door yeah, for me, then yeah. we yeah. definitely bring faith into it because faith has to be mm-hmm. part of that healing process, yes. has to be part of that healing process. To me, that's the only way that it's going to have longevity is if it's based in right. your faith and based in the truth.
0: Yes. Oh, that's so good. And that like completes the healing process. Absolutely. Once you can add God to it because he is our rock. And if not, I can see there would be always that something that's just not complete. Even if you're walking in. Some kind of freedom. I truly believe it's not true freedom if if God's not involved. If, Absolutely, not the foundation. I truly believe that as well. That we
1: have uh-huh. a void in us that we were created for God to fill. Yeah. So even if you're you feel like you are living a great life, yeah. there's still going to be something missing because we. Yeah. That's how we were created. Yes. I truly feel like that that relationship with God has to be there.
0: And that is actually like part of that void that you're referring to is part of that the addictions where we're trying to use other things or relationships Absolutely. or other people or a job to create your identity instead of God or whatever. That's kind of the core it's Absolutely. That void. And if you don't fill it with God, you're going to just keep reaching for all the other things Absolutely. all the time. Absolutely. And that's, uh-huh. I mean, again, that's what I did. I didn't have my worth in my
1: value based in who Christ said I was, it was who other people said I was. Yes. And so because of that, their opinions mattered so much more, even though they shouldn't mm-hmm. have. Right. And then that's where, again, led to the problems is because, again, yeah. I wasn't looking for the truth and yeah. I wasn't founded in the truth. I was founded in the world and mm-hmm. the world's, you know, I mean, perceptions and ideas of. Yes what beauty was or value was or worth was. Mm. And those things are always going to be
0: wrong. Yeah, They're always going to be wrong. Always. So. <laughs> always. And I just think like, so you were, is that junior high time and, Absolutely. you know, teenagers, that is such a crucial time for anyone, boys and girls, but gosh, especially girls, your body starts to change. You're feeling different emotions you don't know who you are anymore like you don't know and that is such a critical time do you see that a lot like with the people that you work with do you see that that's kind of that target area that you are feeding life into that they're the ones that struggle so much I think with
1: this issue I think that it does start around that time yeah absolutely the people that, again, that I've worked with now, this is not for everybody. Yeah. But yeah, most of them, when they start their stories, uh-huh. you know what I mean? They may have had some struggles and they were younger, Yeah, but the time that it really took root in their lives yes. was right around middle school, because uh-huh. that is when yes. you start caring what other people think about you. Uh-huh. When you're younger, it doesn't even come into your mind to really like, right. you know, care as much or what a boy thinks of me and those mm-hmm. kinds of things. So yeah, it's that age yeah. that you're the perception of you is Uh so important. How do people see me? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Am I popular? What do people think of me? Like those kinds of things. And so, yeah, I think that especially like self, self insecurities and things, self doubt really start to form Mm -hmm. during
0: that time consciously. Yeah. That's, I guess I didn't think of that, that usually when someone starts their story, it's around that age. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But oh. I do notice it's starting to get younger, which yeah. is so sad. I have a niece that just turned 13. Yeah. You know what I mean? But she was worrying about things at 11. And I'm like, oh. it, makes, it breaks my heart. You know oh, what I mean? Because yes. again, at 11, I wasn't worried about no. any of these things at this time. You know, no. I really didn't notice that I was that much different than the, you know, yeah. people around me or yeah. how many friends I had, but yeah. they do, you they know? Do. And so it, it is, it's starting to get younger and younger.
0: So now that you say that, what can we do? Like, I don't have children and I don't have children that age, but how can I help those, that generation? Like, what can we do to help those that are struggling at such a young age? One of the biggest things I think is just like having positive support, having
1: a positive community, having people that tell you that you're beautiful, Mm -hmm. having people that tell you that you have value outside of the way that you look, having people pay attention to what's in your mind, not just, you know, what's on your, what's on your body. I think that people so often underestimate the, the emotions and the thoughts and of people who are younger yeah oh they'll get over it you know right they'll persevere they're fine they'll get through it again i think they underestimate how important some of those things can be Mm -hmm. when you have people who are mean to you oh i was bullied when i was younger it's no big deal no you need to you need to address that you need to talk to them about that because that's where again those stones start being laid for that foundation of insecurity and self-doubt and wondering if i'm good enough and all of that so not taking their experiences lightly just because, yeah, just because they're
0: young. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like you mentioned, like I'm 51 and I can be like, oh yeah, when I was a kid, this all happened and, but it was nothing, no big deal. But in your eyes, you're probably seeing, yeah, but that might've caused a pattern in your life. What are some other things? And so yeah. I can totally see you would start asking questions. Absolutely. And, yeah. And again, there are people who've gone through horrible
1: things yeah. and, They just have this natural resilience about them and the way that they internalize it and stuff. They're great. And that's wonderful. Yeah. But just because there were some people that did that doesn't mean that there are others who are not Uh going to do the exact same thing. Right. You know, and so we have to treat everyone individually. There's not a one size fits all when it Mm -hmm. comes to a person's
0: mental Mm -hmm. health. Oh, that's so good. Oh, that's just it's um, just amazing. And now do you see that a lot of things like you totally can recognize the enemy working in someone's life, like just <laughs> like, Absolutely. working overtime? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Can you share a little more about that? So there's
1: one lady that I work with and she struggles a lot with depression. Uh-huh. And so she'd been coming to me for about a year and was starting to really do better. Yeah. And she had decided we've been talking to her about going back to church. And so she had finally started going back to church and she had joined a women's ministry. And right about that time, her ex-husband came back into her life and mm-hmm. things started going wrong. And then she stepped away from the church because that's not something he wanted her to be a part of. Yes. And her and I had to have those conversations of, the devil doesn't want you to do good. He yeah. doesn't want you to be in church. He doesn't want you to be part of women's ministry. He doesn't want you to be reaching these other people. He doesn't want you to connect Yeah, you know, with people just to talk about your story and to get me to talk about those things. I said, so the enemy is going to attack you at every turn. Mm -hmm. And that's what happens. People hit a kind of like they start to do really well and then they hit a roadblock. Mm -hmm. And I truly believe that that is the enemy Oh, because when you're doing bad, he doesn't have to worry about you. Exactly. But when he starts to see that you're coming up, it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. Uh Let me throw something in their way because we got to make sure that this isn't, you know, it can't be too easy for them. Like I need them back down in that hole Where I had them before. Yeah. And so you do see that. You see that a lot. And it comes in a lot of, it comes in a lot of different ways. Yeah. And sometimes it's just helping people to recognize that that's what it is. Mm -hmm. That these roadblocks are not always because of your poor decisions or they're not because you're not doing enough. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it is just the enemy attacking you. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. again, it's not, you know, I mean, it's not your fault. It's not because you did anything wrong. Yeah. And so absolutely. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Wow. So the enemy tries to. (laughs) tries to take us out (laughs) we got lies we have other people's opinions we have comparison we have all these things that are just always coming at us and so if you could just say one word of like what what's our weapon what's our what's our number one weapon against all of those things. What would that be? So I was doing a Bible study one time and
1: someone talked about, they were talking about the armor of God that we have. Yeah, And so they were talking about all of these things, but the point that they made was the only offensive weapon that we have Yes, is the sword of truth. Uh, and so there were so nice. many other things that were our defensive mode, but the only thing that we That's have good. to combat and come offensively is the truth. Yeah. And it's the word of God. I think that to me, that is the only thing yeah. that, that I, I there's only thing that I can rely on for yeah. absolute truth, absolute strength, yeah. because again, everything else there's, yeah. I, I feel like the world the world is always going to have something to come back against it, to fight back against it. Yes. But there is nothing that can fight back against like the truth of God's word. Right. And so I think just really when you're having those struggles, Reading your Bible. Yeah. Um, again, having those people who can speak that truth into you mm-hmm. is so, so important. And if you don't, yeah. if you don't know the Bible, if you're not familiar with it, mm-hmm. yeah. you know what I mean? Like you you can't use your weapon, yeah. you know what I mean, as, right. as well as you need to in those situations. And again, right. that's something that I struggled with uh-huh. is that I went to church. Yep. So like I knew the hymns, you know, yeah. I knew the popular verses, right. but when it came down to it, you know, when, so- when something was coming at me, yeah. I didn't have the word of God in my head mm-hmm. to come back against it. All I had right. were my own words. And again, my <laughs> own words were still so filled with mm-hmm. the ideas of others and, you know, I mean, those kinds of things. And so when I started to dive into the word and become more familiar with it, yeah, I started to notice those differences yeah. of being able to, you know what I mean? Like come back with something like, nope. Not, you know what I mean? Not yes. today. Not yes. today. And so I think that that's just so, so, so important. Yes. So important.
0: That is good. And getting to know those words and like have them on your heart. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Having them ready. And I, yes. so I, yes. I, every week I wash my
1: bathroom mirror and I put yes. new verses up. Oh, every week on my mirror that. with like a wet erase thing. Um, yeah. And so I just have different ones that I'm studying. And I find that it's really interesting too, because I may study one verse and for a certain time in my life. You know, mm-hmm. I I read it one way, and it, yes. then I may go through something else, and I'm like, oh, okay, I see that a little bit different. Yes. You know what I mean? So be, the same verse, absolutely, and it hits you differently, absolutely, it's and so that's kind so, of cool. It is. Yeah, cool. It really is. It I really know. is to see that, and again, yeah. it's. It's one of those things that it's almost kind of like slapped my head. Like I had this yeah. the entire time. Yes. You know what I mean? I had this here the entire right. time. Right. You know what I mean? I just, yeah. I didn't dig into it like I, like I should have. Yeah. Um, but again, I was fortunate that I had a counselor who was very much in her faith. And so I was able to oh, have that good. incorporated into my treatment. Yeah. So not only were we addressing my mental needs, mm. my physical needs, we were addressing yes. my spiritual needs. Yes. You know what I mean? And again, yeah. all of those things, emotion, spirit physical. Yes. All of that plays into mm-hmm. each other. If one is off
0: balance, the others can be off balance as well. Absolutely. Oh yeah. They've just worked together. I love that example you were saying about the verse. And I, it just makes me think of that is the exact Example of God's word being alive. Absolutely, absolutely. He can speak to you differently in different seasons, and it's it, it's just beautiful. Absolutely, be dead to that yeah, absolutely. So you write scriptures on your mirror. What other things do you do that maybe I want to start doing?
1: So I definitely journal. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah, that's a good I one for love me to
1: journal. <laughs> yes. I think that in the beginning I thought it was kind of cheesy. Yeah, because I kind of felt like I was you know that thirteen year old doing like Dear Diary kind <laughs> exactly. of thing. But then when, yeah. when I went about it is if I was having a conversation with God, Uh it kind of turned differently or I was having a conversation sometimes even with like my younger self. Oh yeah. And so I love to go back and read my old journals. Uh I love to do that. But one of the big things is I just have started to be very intentional with my time. Mm. So when I would get up in the morning, i usually listen to music. Yeah. Cool. Mm -hmm. I've started now making sure that I'm listening to worship music because whether I'm paying attention to it, like, or singing along with it or not, that message is getting into me. Yes. I'm listening to podcasts on the way to work. So instead of just listening to any old thing, like I'm being very Mm -hmm. intentional with the things that go
0: into my mind.
1: Oh, that's good. Very intentional with the things that go into my mind. I always have music playing in the background when I'm working. Yeah. For one, I don't like quiet. I don't know why it distracts me. That's kind of a weird thing. If it's too (laughs) quiet, my mind starts racing, but I always have to have something on. So I always make sure that like, again, I have positive music going on. It's turned down low, but again, it's still, it's like it, Yes. Again, it's going into your mind. And so whether you recognize that or not, making yeah, sure the no, things no. that you are surrounding yourself with yeah. are positive and encouraging. Yeah. You know, what are you Netflix binging on? You right. I mean? You're binging yes. on some shows, but you may not realize like how that's even like triggering anxiety for you or right. you know I mean? like things like that.
0: So yes. I think just
1: for me, being yeah. really intentional with that's those things good. has made a, has made a big difference.
0: Yeah. Because at first, it's like, well, what I'm watching on TV is not going to affect my well-being or affect my emotions, you know, like next week. But it does. It does. Yeah. And you may not even see necessarily that it affects you
1: negatively. However... When you start changing things, you'll realize how those positive changes affect you positively. Yes. So I may have been good, but now that I'm being intentional with my time, yeah. I'm better. Yes. So not just right. accepting like being okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like deciding to like I want to I want to do better.
0: Yes. I want to be better. Yes. And being intentional with those actions and choices. Right. Because God created us to live a full life Absolutely. in Him, and sometimes we just settle for a life that's not so great. But because we're comfortable. We're okay
1: with it. Absolutely. It's kind of like you just set yourself on cruise control and you're like, you're going through the motions of it. And I mean, I, I think everybody kind of goes through those times in life where life isn't great, but it's not bad. Yeah. You know, we just kind of sit there. So it's like, well, we're just going to take this because this is better than being in some of the places that I've been. Right. And while having the perspective of at least I'm not there and I like can be good, Mm -hmm. you still need to have the goal and drive, you know what I mean? To do better and to be, and to be better. And I think that again, when we are at our best, we're able to use uh, the gifts that God's given us to help people in a better yeah. way. Yeah. So when I'm just doing okay,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I'm not living out God's purpose for my life the way that I should. Right. Right.
0: right. Because when you're just okay, you can't really speak life into other people. Absolutely. Because that comes from an overflow. You're not even, yeah. You're not even speaking the life into yourself. Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah. how can you do that for
1: for others? Right. And so that's, again, in my profession very important for me is because that's what I do all day yeah. I talk to people and I try to give them positivity and things yeah. like that it's really easy for me to come home from a day and be very empty mm-hmm. because you have know, been pouring into people and so again yeah. being very intentional with what am I filling myself back yes. up with because what I fill myself yeah. up with again is what I pour out to others right right so again gosh. that's so good that's why again I loved my counselors because that's yes. what I felt like she poured so much positivity into me yeah I felt like when I was in counseling, like, I just had this epiphany of like, I have my life back. Yeah. And like. All you did was help me to realize the tools and the strength that I had within myself, the things that God had already given me. Uh You didn't give me anything new. Right. You helped me discover what I already had. Yes. And so I had that moment. And so again, that's what led me into wanting to do that. Cause I just thought that that was like the coolest thing that you could do for another person.
0: Absolutely. And we all have those tools. Absolutely. We all have it inside of us. It's kind of almost like. Hey, you have, you have this brand new car and you've had it for a year. Start no, noticing new features. Yes. He's like, But here's Absolutely. the owner's manual. Like Absolutely. this is how you drive the car. Absolutely. <laughs> That's, exactly it. That's exactly it. Yes. So what if one of our friends is like, okay, I love her and I need some of that life poured into me. How can people, how can our friends reach out to you, connect with you? and so you can just share more. Absolutely. They can contact me by email Yeah, and
1: they can contact me directly. I can, if you guys, I can give you the information, my phone number, I'm happy to do that because if I can't do something, I know people who can. Oh, sure. I have a great, amazing, you know, support group and I know a lot of resources. And so if even if I'm not able to be that person for you, I yes. know someone incredible who can be. Oh, that's awesome. And so again, that's another one of the beauty of having friends yes. and having those positive influences yes. is that again, it, it just feels great when, oh, I can't, but I know someone who can Yes. It sounds- and, it, and I think that a lot of times as a counselor, that's another thing you have to recognize that. I may not be able to help everyone. Mm-hmm. There may be some yeah. people that I just don't click with. And sure. so, there, but there may be somebody else who can. That yeah. doesn't mean there's anything wrong with me. Right. It doesn't mean there's anything wrong with them. <laughs> yes. So as a kind of word for everyone too, just because you don't connect with your counselor yeah. doesn't mean give up on counseling. Oh, Maybe you just good. need to find another counselor and that's okay. Yes. It's yes. not because that counselor is bad. Right. It's not because you're bad. Mm-hmm. People just, sometimes you connect with people and sometimes you don't. And yes. so- If you're not feeling like you can connect with that person, it's okay to say, I think I need to look for another option. Yeah. And please don't just give up on counseling because you don't connect with, you know, like the initial counselor that you go to. Yes. I went to two before I found my counselor and I went to a couple sessions with them and I just had that feeling of, I just don't know. Yeah. Like I just didn't feel comfortable. Yeah. And even though with my counselor it took me a while to open up, sure, I just had this feeling of comfortability of like, mm-hmm. she's gonna mm-hmm. get me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we're yeah. we're gonna click. Like we have oh. things in common. So I would just encourage everyone to like Find that person. Yeah, find that person, yeah. and it's okay if it's not the first one oh. or the second one. Right? You know what I mean. There's plenty that's of people good. out there. You just have to find the one that's right for you. Yeah,
0: that's good. I'm so glad you shared that. So we'll have all your contact information in the show notes and available for our listeners. And I, or have, you can come to Live Church yeah. Midwest City because oh. I'm on the worship team there, <laughs> and you can oh, meet person. God. So you can do that too. That would be great. Little Life church plus. We'd love to see you. That's awesome. awesome. Oh, so you're on the worship team also. Yes. Uh, well, yes. we should have had you sing. Next time, next time. Next time, next time we can do that. We'll open with a song. <laughs> okay, good. Well, thank you so much, for Absolutely. Being here. You're such a joy. Oh, thank thank you, you, you so much. I'd love to be back. back. Thank you. Good. Well, listeners, please don't forget to stay connected with us. Join us on Facebook, Instagram. We always have conversations going on. And uh, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast because you don't want to miss any episodes. We have some exciting, more interviews coming up, more deep conversations. So we don't want you to miss out on any of it. So make sure you subscribe. And also, like we always end, this is a great reminder. It's time to rise up, warrior, and step into your freedom. Warriors Arise exists to educate and empower women to break free from the labels of their past in order to find hope, passion, and purpose. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Remember, this is a safe place to talk about unsafe things.